Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course, food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to the very first episode of Monday Munchies. On these episodes, you will be sitting shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and some would say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I'm not sure what those are, nor am I a Yelper, like the majority of the residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so enjoy. So we'll start off with Crandall's on State Street. This is a quaint little Peruvian restaurant that I went to a few weeks back. It's very small, uh, kind of hidden. You actually probably wouldn't even know it's there most of the time when you're walking by it. But the fact that it was quiet, peaceful, was exactly what we were looking for. We had just spent the afternoon walking around, exploring State Street, taking a few pictures by the Capitol. So we weren't looking for anything high energy or too fancy, but definitely something worth like trying new food. So we actually decided to split two different plates. We did the uh, seafood paella, which was jasmine white rice stir-fried with shrimp, mussels, and calamari. There was also a set of mixed peppers, green peas, seasoned with saffron, and garnished with some cilantro. Mmm, tasty. We also ordered the seco de cordero, which had chunks of lamb marinated with chica de jora, which is like a Peruvian beverage made from dried jora corn which was slowly cooked in a blended onions, garlic, paprika, and cilantro, served with white rice. There was only like one or two like weights out there, so you know the uh, time was a little bit slower, but that's exactly what we wanted. We wanted something slow, easygoing, not bother too much so we could focus on our own little conversation. If you're up for like a quiet little getaway with uh, someone special, I would highly recommend Crandall's On State. Up next, we have Lao Shishuan. Lao Shishuan is actually a Chinese restaurant that has more than a handful of locations in the Chicago area. The one I actually went to overlooks Michigan Avenue. So it's about four floors up um, across from the Continental Hotel. Uh, the, the actual restaurant itself is just absolutely gorgeous. It is just gigantic, very spacious, and of course, it's like Chinese themes. You have everything kind of all going everywhere. The waitress actually sat me down uh, across from the window so I could look out over and, you know, look out the window. But, you know, you're looking over Michigan Avenue, which is like cars and streets and street signs. So I just turned around and read my book. But given that, the food was absolutely phenomenal. They start you out with this uh, little appetizer called uh, the spicy cabbage. Very, very hot. I mean, I was like sweating when I was eating it. So that's why you know it's good. 
<laughs> it was like red hot, crunchy. It was just absolutely phenomenal. And uh, for my actual encore entree, I actually got the house special, the spicy sole fish fillet. It was uh, mouth watering, left my mouth like tingling, so it was like kind of two hot dishes. And it also had some huge red peppers. I'm a huge fan of spice, and this this red spice was absolutely phenomenal. The fish fillets were just so succulent, I just really, really appreciate it. I don't know how authentic it actually was, but I definitely enjoyed it. I actually liked it so much that I decided to go back a second time, about a week and a half later. This time I actually brought a friend with me. I was actually from China, so she was actually the one that chose a lot of the dishes we were trying so I could have more of an authentic cuisine for the evening, opposed to some American-style food. So we actually decided to go with the chef's choice, which is the lamb with pure cumin powder. This was very spicy. So it was deep fried like uh, lamb with uh, quite a few different peppers and spices. So they had pepper on it and then a couple uh, jalapenos and some red peppers and some orange peppers. Very spicy, very tasty, absolutely phenomenal. We also paired that with another chef's choice, which was the mapu tofu. And it was just absolutely phenomenal. It was kind of like in a soup form. So it was like a red sauce and you dipped it. Oh, just absolutely incredible. Highly recommended checking out Lao Shishuan. Up next, we have Coast Sushi, another restaurant that has multiple locations in uh, the Chicago area. Coast Sushi, in my mind, is kind of like a place where you can enjoy top quality sushi in like a relaxed environment, but also like a lively atmosphere. Um, like I said, they have like the multiple locations, so we actually decided to stop into the one in Bucktown, which is actually just down the street from my condo. So for rolls, we actually decided to go with the sunrise roll. It was a ginger seared tuna mint wrap with mango, which is like perfect for me. I love really uh, fresh fruits and uh, a lot of the foods that I like to eat. We paired that with the white dragon, which was shrimp tempura, wasabi topico, cream cheese avocado, with a scallion spicy sauce, wasabi dressing, eel sauce, and tempura crumbs on top. It was one of those like huge rolls that like it's kind of like hard to even eat when one bite, but you know it's good, right? <laughs> and the third roll that we split was actually the rainbow. So this was a California mahi wrap with salmon, yellowtail, tuna, avocado, and masago. And Coast Sushi is actually one of those restaurants that's BYOB. So we actually brought in a bottle of Pinot Grigio to pair with all our fresh sushi, which was just absolutely phenomenal. After eating all that food, there was like three just gigantic rolls that was split between the two of us. It was a good thing I only walked about 17 feet back to my condo. I could barely even perform that night. It was like one of those long nights of cribbage, you know? That card game is just so mentally demanding, I could like barely even think after just like having that huge stomach ache. But that means after that good food that I had at Kosushi, it's definitely going to become one of my favorite lunch spots. Granted, it's about 15, 20 feet away from where I live, so it's definitely uh, an easy place to stop in just to grab a little bite in between work sessions. Now off to like some brunch spots. I actually had a chance to stop into the Cherry Circle Room. This place is uh, hidden, definitely, but definitely worth checking out. No questions asked there. They're actually located on the second floor, 
with a way, way back part of the like, beautiful and historic Chicago Athletic Hotel in downtown Chicago. So this is the one on Michigan Avenue, right across from Millennial Park and the Art Museum. To be honest, I asked like three people just how to get to the actual restaurant itself. <laughs> but it was absolutely phenomenal. We got made reservations, got there around 11 o'clock, got seated right away. Very quiet, quaint, a little bit close quarters, but like they had to do that for like how busy they are. I think they were book solid like uh, for reservations from uh, 8 a.m. through like 1 p.m. It was absolutely phenomenal. So we actually uh, started out with sharing a kettle of Magnolia Blossom Oolong tea, which was just phenomenal. I needed it to like, wake up and you know, just kind of get like, the energy going, flowing through my body for the day. And I actually decided to order the Van Duzer, which is a specialty with two eggs, two pieces of toast, two pieces of bacon, and two hash browns. And then my friend who actually joined me, she went with the baked eggs with grilled okra, which included trumpet royale, prosciutto, and mornay. That the host was absolutely phenomenal. The service was absolutely phenomenal. We actually sat there about an hour after we finished eating, just chatting, and they didn't rush us out at all, which was kind of surprising for how busy they were. I mean, I absolutely love this place, but highly recommend going for brunch, but definitely get reservations. Now we're off to three dots and a dash. When I made plans with my friend to meet here, I had no idea what I was getting into, to be honest. I looked up the address on Google Maps and then, you know, kind of saw like where it was located. But from there, there was like no street sign. So I was kind of like, oh, where is this place? I feel a little bit lost. Then I saw a valet sign that said parking valet for three dots and a dash and a couple other places nearby. So I asked the guy at the valet station, looks at me, smiles, he goes, make a left, a left, and then another left. And I'm like, what? So I start walking, and so I'm kind of like walking around the corner, and like on my third left, I'm like start walking down this dark alley. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And so like people are kind of staring at me. I'm obviously confused. So one of the smokers says to me, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, uh, I'm looking for three dots and a dash. He's like, oh, it's like right there. And he points to this like, old like beat up door i'm like okay what am i getting myself into so of course i like open the door and it's just like a dark stairwell like going down i'm like okay interesting take a risk right yolo you only live once so i start walking down and the bottom of the staircase is the guy black leather jacket arms crossed just staring at me i'm like i'm looking for three dots and dash he goes hmm i'm like okay here's my id go in he's like down there so i go down another set of stairs but the moment you get downstairs, see the hostess stand, check in, just mind-blowing different. It's like two different worlds. Great Capelo Secret. You walk in, see this gigantic tiki bar, just breathtaking, breathtaking island vibe. Ah, oh, just so phenomenal. So then my friend shows up, we grab a table, you know, take a little sneak peek at the menu. This menu, oh my god, so much fun. Like you thought maybe like a couple Hawaiian rum kind of drinks. Yeah, but they also have like Finger food, you know, dishes to share, and like one of the hugest tiki drinks you've ever seen. It's like $53. It's like not recommended for one person. So we didn't get it. But there's just so many great drinks to try. And so sat there. We're supposed to be for one drink just to chat for a little bit. $150 tab later. <laughs> After a couple of drinks and food, we just realized we're having too much fun. So we actually had a chance to meet the manager, Jeff. 
and he was absolutely splendid. He slept, he left such an amazing impression on me that when we came back two weeks later, our expectations for this place were just so high. But the second time we came back, from the moment we got there to the moment we left, we felt like we were on this little Pacific Island on a vacation. Treated us right, made sure everything was perfect. You can just tell he just loves his job and the way he does everything for every client out there. I wasn't anyone special. I'm just a, a guy on a date, like having fun. And he just treated me with such great respect. He looked around, saw how everyone else was having so much fun. Three hours in the dash is definitely a place I'm going back to. Cannot wait to go back there. So we'll move over from the Caribbean to the South American cuisine. I actually had a chance to try out Dos Urban Cantina, which is a uh, creative, modern Mexican restaurant with, you know, like artful surroundings, premium tequila, wine, and craft beer. It was actually a business dinner that I was having with a friend of mine. And we got there, you know, it was kind of a little higher class than I expected for a business dinner, but like absolutely a ton of fun. We both looked at the menu, reviewed a couple of things we wanted to look at, decided to order a drink. I actually ordered the charred canary drink, which was a specialty drink made with Mina Rio Mezcal, a little bit of modest vodka, coche americano with a grilled lemon. Just absolutely spectacular starter drink for sure. And when the waitstaff came around, he uh, indulged us in a couple of the specials and both of us jumped all over the special. It was actually steamed mussel with a salmon tartare with a side of pita bread. To be honest, it wasn't like a ton of food, but the food that we actually got was just so delicious. I just was like mind blown by how good it was. I was, could not pass up the chance at such a great special. Highly recommend checking out Dos Urban Cantina. So when you have family come in town to visit, very rarely are you going to sit around your place and like cook food at home. This pretty much means you're going to go out for like a lot of your meals. And for me, that's exactly what happened. My family came into town for my dad's birthday, so we actually had to try out a couple of fun restaurants. One of the places we went to for lunch was actually Big Star. It's like a Mexican street food joint coupled with like margaritas, beers, things of that nature. And it's kind of fueled by like a lively scene, like inside and outside the huge patio and stuff like that. The thing to note about this place, though, is that it's cash only. So they make sure you bring cash or like have a debit card to grab something from the ATM on site. It was just one of those. It was one of those days that was just absolutely gorgeous. Out, so we had a chance to sit on the patio. It was like the second or third like super warm day in Chicago here in spring. So it was just absolutely amazing. I actually got to order uh, some ta so it's tacos type of food, and so you order like one of each. And so I actually ordered a uh, taco al pastor which is like a marinated split roast pork shoulder with grilled pineapple, grilled onions, and cilantro. Then actually I also ordered the taco del pescado, which is like beer battle tilapia filet, chipotle mayo, cabbage, red onion, lime, and cilantro. And the third taco I actually ordered was taco de chorizo cordero, which is spicy lamb, pork chorizo, spring onion crema, and radish cilantro. Just absolutely phenomenal. You know, it's one of those lunches that like fills you up. You have like a, a drink or two to kind of relax. You're outside on the patio. You look around. There's all these people. It's just absolutely crowded. It's absolutely packed. Definitely a place I'll be going to again. No questions asked.
So for dinner, for uh, my parents, my dad's birthday, we actually decided to go to Rosebud Steakhouse, you know, right off of Michigan Avenue. Then when you walk in this place, you kind of feel like it's like a jacket required type of atmosphere. Very high end, you know, black tie kind of waitstaff, things of that nature. Just absolutely phenomenal. It has like a dark ambiance, set the mood. And like their tagline is a rare steakhouse, well done. Which is like interesting since like none of us actually order any steaks. <laughs> But what I got was uh, was special for the day was a pan sear walu with mushrooms. So this is a big white fish fillet. It's like very buttery. It was like absolutely phenomenal. I really love white fish, especially like the more plump and like uh, buttery it is. I really like the fatter stuff, not the lean like meaty or uh, bony type of fish. And that was served with a couple sides. We actually split between the table, which was steamed broccoli, asparagus, and then mashed potatoes, which were like incredibly cheesy. I was very surprised. For Chicago. Like, I'm from Wisconsin, so, like, cheats potatoes are kind of my thing. But they just did, like, a phenomenal job. And then, you know, like, as an appetizer, they bring out, like, a chopped salad. With this, they had, like, ton of fresh veggies, very little actual lettuce. But just, it was, it was just so good. So, at this point, we're all, it's, like, absolutely stuffed. You know, big appetizer, just a ton of sides we split, and then our main course. And so, it's actually my dad's birthday, you know. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of Malbecs and Pinot Grigios in with the food I was having. I informed the waitress that it was his birthday because I just wanted her to, to sing, just like goofing around. So they actually bring over about five or six white staff and we sing happy birthday. But then they bring out like these three huge stuffed cannolis for dessert. And like, oh, they look so good, but everyone was so full. Uh, it was so hard for us to eat them. For me, like I've, I'm not a big guy, so I, I don't eat a lot. I you know, kind of watch my intake, but biting into one of those desserts for cannoli, dessert cannolis for dessert i just absolutely had to keep eating it was absolutely so phenomenal if you're in the mood for some steaks and you're on the michigan avenue area i recommend rosebud steakhouse so of course uh when your parents are in town you have to go for brunch in the morning and then the question becomes with all these brunch places where do you go where is it everyone's going to be happy? Where is it going to be somewhere close to their hotel compared to like where you live? Where is it going to be a short wait? For me, I just kind of threw that all out the window. I was like, I'm going to go somewhere nice, fun. I figured there's going to be half hour, 45 hour, minute wait. So we decided to trudge on down to Wildberry Pancakes and Cafe. So we got there you know, a little bit earlier than we had planned to. But then there was still about an hour and a half wait. I was like, uh, okay, that's fine. Since it's about like... Uh, two-second walk from Millennium Park. So put our name in. My parents and I went over to Millennium Park, played a couple card games, came back. And my mom is one of those people that absolutely loves like sitting out on the patio. Somehow, of the like eight tables out on the patio, you know, the ridiculous weight, like the huge line behind us, we get lucky enough to get a patio seat. Well, it's just absolutely incredible. So I actually decided to go with a mango smoothie, you know, to nurse the hangover, and then the fresh berry crepe, which included blackberries, blueberries, and strawberries. It was just the perfect little brunch uh, overlooking Millennium Park. Uh, it's a long wait almost every single time you're at Wildberry Pancakes and Cafe, but the food was absolutely delicious. I would highly recommend it. So last but not least was my uh, favorite meal of the month. Uh, it was over at the Four Star Lounge. 
It's actually a great little place up on Halstead. And about once a month or so, they have a wine pairing dinner. So at this, they actually have uh, Chef Thomas Ramirez, who partners up with Heritage Wine Cellars for like a food and wine pairing event. So this is like a four-course meal, then which each course of the meal is a different glass of wine to pair with it. I just absolutely loved it. So I'll do a quick rundown of the food that we had. So for our appetizer, we had a unicorn salad, which was mescaline greens, kale, shaved red onions, strawberry, and a nice little edible flower. It was so hard to eat that because it was so pretty, but like it tasted so good. I just absolutely love it. And so this was all tossed with a sweet and tangy lemon thyme vinaigrette. This course was actually paired with a 2013 Marc de Cassar, which is like a rose wine from Spain. Up next, we had a creamy asparagus soup, which was roasted asparagus, garlic, shallots, celery, and leeks, all pureed in a smooth, delicious, dairy-free, and vegan-friendly soup. And for this, it was actually paired with a 2013 Muha, which is a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro, New Zealand. That was just absolutely phenomenal. That was my, my, probably my favorite wine of, of the four that we actually had. Then for our main course, this like blew everyone away. There was like quite a few people, everyone could not stop raving about this. This was a truffle roasted Cornish hen with crispy salt and vinegar potatoes. And so this is absolutely just mouthwatering. It was right off the bone. People could not just stop you know, how good this bird was. It was so tasty. It was actually paired with a 2013 Borgat Ateca, which is an old vine granaca from a nice little part of Spain. This was just the perfect little entree for not eating too much, but also very tasty enough and fulfilling. And last but not least, we had house-made pineapple avocado sorbet. The perfect little dessert to, after being completely filled up on wine and so many good foods so far that night. So what this was, was sweet ripe pineapple and creamy avocado blended with mint and frozen to create a smooth and refreshing sorbet. Just absolutely gorgeous. This was paired with a 2013 Bex, which is like a Riesling from The Hague, Germany. If you haven't had a chance to check out any of the Four Star Lounge's wine pairing dinners, I would highly recommend going to the next one in May. So that was my adventures in food for the last couple weeks. Please stay tuned for future adventures. We'd just like to give a quick shout out to our sponsors for the show. Next Me, an app that promises to take the guesswork out of restaurant waits. For restaurants, adding a party to the app is easier than pen and paper. Easy peasy. For diners, it's simple to see exactly what place they are in line and gives them a close approximate wait time until they are actually seated. Unlike clunky pager systems, NextMe can be downloaded onto cell phones for diners and features an automated system that can be downloaded on either an iPhone or iPad for restaurants. NextMe is taking on the weight of the world. They are the go-to waitlist app for restaurant employees. Check them out at nextmeapp.com. That's N-E-X-T-M-E-A-P-P.com.